Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Nine o'clock on a Sunday morning. Fantasy football. Full force. Fantasy football show here brought to you by Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. Each drink. Scenic views. Grant Nicholson. Dusty Likens with you. It's another Sunday. It's another 610 Sunday. But it's a little different. Ten to noon, we'll get into that. Uh, you'll have your uh, you'll have your Bills Chiefs content. As there's quite the game being played uh, today in Kansas City, as it is the 325 matchup. It is, of course, spoiler alert. I already ruined that for you on Friday night. The all juice matchup this week. So to pay honor to the late great Therese Paler this week, the all juice matchup. I think he'd agree. Bills Chiefs. Um. But again, this is the Fantasy Football Show here on 610 Sports Radio from 9 until 10. So if you have any questions, text line 913-586-7610. We'll get to those towards the last uh, part of the show as we'll do matchups like we do every week. I'll let you know here in a second who's on by. So in case you're scrambling around, you're you know driving to your service, you've got a practice today, you've got a game today, and you forgot, son of a gun, Derrick Henry. Forgot he was on a bye. Well, that's what we're here for. So we'll get you the bye weeks. Then we'll get you the... Injury report, and then we'll flow that into some matchups. But first, your bye weeks this week, Tennessee, Houston, Vegas, and the Lions. So a lot of guys probably being in – fact, a lot of guys probably rostered in a lot of these games. So no Derrick Henry. Uh, there's no Damian Pierce, no Brandon Cooks, no Devontae Adams, which there might not be a Devontae Adams next week either. We're yet to see if he's suspended. Uh, no Derek Carr, no Darren Waller, no Josh Jacobs uh, for Detroit. Yeah. All those cats, too. No Jared Goff, which a lot of people probably got hosed on last week. I can't predict things. I can just give you the best opportunity possible. And Jared Goff had been doing very well until he met Bill Belichick and the Patriots, who absolutely shut him down. Those are your bye weeks, though. Again, for those of you that did not hear, you're you know, in and out of the conversation. Tennessee, Houston, Vegas, Detroit, all out on bye weeks. Uh, this week, the injury report, obviously we go straight to the Twitter sphere with that. Try to give you guys a little bit of a focus, guys and gals, give you a little bit of a focus on who's in, who's out um, this week for uh, for a lot of teams. Uh, for those interested, Chris Olave for the Saints, he's listed as questionable for Sunday due to a concussion. He's not expected to play against the Bengals per source. Uh, this also would leave the Saints without uh, Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry as well. So probably just want to stay away from the Saints today. We'll get into that a little bit later. Patriots, Kobe Myers is listed as questionable for Sunday's game due to a knee injury. He's expected to play uh, versus the Browns per sources, according to Adam Schefter. And um, sorry, my allergies are terrible this morning. Um, 
when it comes to the injuries today, when you want to keep guys out, um, make sure you're, you know, make sure you're focused on who's backups. If you have a guy that's hurt, make sure you look and see who can be a, a nice little thread to play in there this week, because obviously in the Colts, no Naheem Hines, no Jonathan Taylor, that running backfield is completely empty. Um, and Tua Tagovailoa also out this week due to uh, the concussion protocol. But players out: Tua, Micah Fitzpatrick, Pat Fairmuth for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Cam Sutton, Jarvis Landry, Michael Thomas, Marshawn Lattimore. The Saints are just completely beat up. Rashad Bateman in Baltimore, Kenny Galladay, Kadarius Tony, Javon Clowney, Denzel Ward, Christian Watson, James Conner, Daryl Williams, Cam Akers. Uh, with all that being said, Grant, let's get into some matchups. <laughs> First matchup of the day, Vikings at Miami. So we'll dive into this a little bit later in the show in ten between 10 and noon, but between college football yesterday and that slate that did not disappoint, you have another great one in the NFL this, uh, this Sunday as well. Three games of top 10 power rankings. This is one of, or this is one of the top 15. This is one that just gets outside of it in the noon slate. There's another one in the noon slate we'll get to as well that's inside uh, the top 10 in the power rankings. But the first one, Vikings at Miami. Uh, still no Tua, but I believe he'll be back next week. For those of you listening, let's not trash Skylar Thompson. He was thrown into a war last week that he didn't know he was going to be fighting in. He had the weapons in Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, and had those guys that he was ready to throw to. He just didn't really expect to be throwing. Here's the deal. He's had a week of preparation. Miami Daniels is a decent offensive coordinator. He's got a good sense of where things are going to go. And Skylar Thompson does have weapons. I'm not saying to go out there and stream Skylar Thompson this week, but this is a legit conversation to have. If you're someone who has Aaron Rodgers on your team, or maybe you had, you've had you been riding the, the waves with a Derek Carr and he's on a bye and there's really nobody else to pick up, Skylar Thompson's worth maybe thinking about. He's got explosive players that can boost his stats. He can move his legs a little bit better than most people think, and he's going to have Raheem Mostert as their lead back. That being stated, Tyreek Hill, a lot of you were worried about earlier this week with a boot on his leg. It's removed. He's good to go. Waddle, he's had the hamstring injuries, or he's had, like, the growing tenderness. He's good to go. So two of the best receivers in football, you can't really screw that up. Even a jellied arm Ben Roethlisberger was still able to throw it to some Pittsburgh receivers last year and have a decent amount of time. Now, that being stated, Raheem Mostert is a must start. Chase Edmonds has been taken down a notch, probably three. He's the guy, Raheem Mostert, that had 18 for 113 in a touchdown last week. That's with Skylar Thompson at quarterback. No Teddy Bridgewater, no Tua. It's Skylar Thompson time, and I know Grant Nicholson's rushing home after this show today to get straight in front of the TV to watch Skylar Thompson, as he should. This is a great day for K-State. You have a bye week in college, you get to start the week in NFL. How's that for a double dose? Oh, and the Jayhawks lost. A lot of people happy in Manhattan. Double J and, and, and Kirk Cousins with the chain. Since Kirk Cousins bought that chain, he's known every day when he wakes up on Sunday, I should probably throw it to 18 and good things will happen. You think? Justin Jefferson is the best wide receiver in football and I'm not going to listen to anything else. Devontae Adams, he's pretty good. Tyreek Hill, he's pretty good. Justin Jefferson, he's great. That man's going to be the best receiver in football for the next three years, at least. But as long as Double J and Kirk with the chain 
keep doing what they're doing. Minnesota's going to be fine. Dalvin Cook last week, I begged, I pleaded. I said, Dalvin, please get in the end zone. Two touchdowns. Go out there and get some prop bets on Minnesota. Justin Jefferson, anytime. Dalvin Cook, anytime. The reason I say this for Dalvin Cook, Miami gives up an average of 276 and 26 points per game. 276 yards passing is what Miami gives up. Kirk Cousins is going to throw the ball. Miami, they're going to give up some points. Shootout engaged when it comes to Miami versus Minnesota. We move on to the next matchup. It's kind of a snooze fest, but it's also just going to be an RB1, RB2 fest. Zappe and the Patriots versus Jacoby Brissett and the Browns. I don't know what to tell you. For the Pats, it's all about Ramondre Stevenson. That's what I can tell you. The last three weeks, going back to the latest, 12-14-25. That's been the uptick in Ramondre Stevenson running back carries. He's the guy. He's their bell cow, and if anything goes Bill Belichick's way, he's going to give it to Ramondre Stevenson all day long. It's what the Patriots do. The Patriots are good at running the ball. The Patriots keep the ball inside the five with the running back, and they score. The last three weeks, Ramondre Stevenson has seen his point totals go from 20, 13, to 19 and a half. Average that out, he's probably going to get you like 16 to 17 points a week. There could be a lot of bust weeks, but there's going to be more boom weeks with Ramondre Stevenson if he's sitting at an average line of 15 points a game. He has no other competition, and they're not going to throw the ball because they got receivers hurt left and right. As for Nick Chubb, I mean, come on. Outside of Saquon Barkley, Nick Chubb's just the absolute man and RB1 this year in fantasy football. He's one, Barkley's two, or Barkley's one, Chubb's two, however you want to look at it. I like Amari Cooper as well, but man, has Nick Chubb been a monster. 98 rushes this year for 593 yards and seven touchdowns. He's averaging a flat six yards a carry. Six yards a carry. That's absurd. Nick Chubb's going to have himself a day. You know why? Because New England's averaging 128.8 yards given up on the ground every single week when they play an opponent who has a running back, which is every single NFL team. Next game we go to, it's the 49ers and the Falcons. Jimmy G versus Marcus Mariota. Yeah, I'm there with you in this noon slate. When it comes to the Niners and the Falcons, Jimmy G versus Mariota doesn't really move the needle. But I think it depends on your morale and where you are. We've already kind of talked about it earlier. I think this week you can start Jimmy Garoppolo over Aaron Rodgers. And yes, I know Aaron Rodgers is playing the Jets. But I think it depends on your morale. If you think that you can honestly tell yourself, I'm going to start Jimmy Garoppolo over Aaron Rodgers, then if you can do it, that's fine. If you can't, I get it. But with the Niners, it's all about Jeff Wilson Jr. The reason they're starting to get better, Jimmy G knows that offense. He's finding Debo Samuel, and they're handing the ball off to Jeff Wilson Jr. That's right. You never heard of this guy until this year. Maybe some of you did. Steven Serta's, Ben Heisler's, those types of guys. And I think it's his spot because of how they use him and how they like him. You know how Shanahan is. They use running back for him most hurt last year. Now he's in Miami. Guess who's the number one lead back in Miami now? We talked about it earlier. It's Raheem Mostert. Right now, he's RB21, according to Fantasy World Aspects, but that should go up this week. Since week two, Jeff Wilson Jr., he's had at least 
74 yards rushing, and last week was his breakout game where he had 17, 120, and he scored. He's, in fact, scored the last two weeks. That's more than all of you. It's Sunday, Dusty. Be quiet. But he scored the last two weeks, and he needs to be in your starting lineup. Jeff Wilson Jr. is RB21 in fantasy football, but by the end of this week, I think he could creep into RB15, which on your roster should be good enough at least for a flex every single week or an RB2 spot every single week on your roster. As for Atlanta, man, with the empty backfield, it's tough to gauge. Drake London's numbers have gone down since week two. Marcus Mariota leads the team in rushing last week. I don't really know what you want to do. Marcus Mariota is what he is. He's a game manager that just tries not to lose it. Just keep the team on the field. Try to get points more often than not. Don't turn the ball over. And I just don't know what you can do. But since week two, Drake London's numbers have gone down. When people ask me, Chris, Chris Olive or Drake London, don't go Drake London. I just don't trust the arm of Marcus Mariota. Kyle Pitts has been a disappointment this year. When he comes back, if he's back, questionable returns, he's not going to be there for you. And it's just not happening in Atlanta due to the quarterback play. Stay away from Atlanta players today. Stay heavy on San Francisco. Debo, Jimmy G, I like. Kittle, I'm still not starting because I just don't trust it. I don't know what happened. He lost it. The Monstars took his juice. They've got it on some other planet. I don't know where George Kittle's numbers are at, but I don't trust him enough. But Debo Samuel, Jeff Wilson Jr., and Jimmy G, I think are all viable starts on that 49ers team. That's the first half of the noon slate. We come back. We'll recap who's on by so you don't forget. We'll finish out the noon slate. Remember, your questions Fantasy football questions, 913-586-7610. We'll be back right here on 610 Sports Radio. This is Fantasy Football Sunday with Dusty Likens, presented by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views on 610 Sports Radio and always live on the Odyssey app. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile? mobile 5g home internet during peak hours okay stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5g home for details t-mobile prioritizes certain t-mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion selling a little or a lot (coughs) shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up.
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome back into the Fantasy Football Sunday show here on 610 Sports Radio. Of course, it is brought to you by Twin Peaks, Eats, Drinks, Scenic Views. Once again, for those of you that missed out earlier, the teams that have buys this week, Tennessee, Vegas, Detroit, Houston. Right when Damian Pierce starts really trucking. Right when he gets going. Bam, bye weeks. This is important, though. Bye weeks are fun for me in fantasy football because this is where you can shine. All those guys in your league or gals in your league, or maybe there's like some some youth adults in your league. Um, this is where you find out how good their teams are. Those those teams that go like five and zero oh in the first five weeks, or you know don't lose, and then all of a sudden Derrick Henry's gone, and they don't have anybody to replace that with, and they go from scoring 135 points a week to like 101. Now it's real. So if you were able to stay above 500 throughout the non bye weeks. Now it's time to see how you play chess, which by the way, Jed Marshall told me that 70, he believes 70% of people know how to play chess. I, for one, do not know how to play chess. And he, he scoffed at me for that. Grant, you a chess player? I know how to play chess. I okay. The rules. So you could sit down and play somebody in chess. Yeah. Okay. I guess I got to learn how to play chess. One thing I also got to do is tell you people who's out Sunday. Tua Tagovailoa, you knew that. Mika Fitzpatrick, Pat Fairmuth, Cam Sutton, Jarvis Landry, Michael Thomas, Marshall Lattimore, Rashad Bateman, Kenny Galladay, Darius Tony, Jadavon Clowney, Denzel Ward, Christian Watson, James Conner, Darrell Williams, Cam Akers, all out. Sometimes people ask me, why do you name defensive players that are out? Well, that's because it, it, it's pretty obvious. There's offenses that play in the NFL that are going to go against teams that don't have defenses. Gosh, James Palmer every week. The line outside the stadium is ridiculous. Yeah, well, welcome to Kansas City, man. Just, I guess you got to record it every time. Either way, Grant, matchups. Back in on the matchups. These are the noon matchups. We'll finish these out. We'll break it out. Then we'll come back, give you some 3 o'clock Sunday night football. And then the last segment, 913-586-7610. Your questions, any fantasy questions you've got when it comes to fantasy football, I'm going to do my best. 
I really, I mean, I follow this stuff. I'm a geek. I'm a nerd. My phone doesn't go down by about 3 o'clock this afternoon. It'll say you have 20% of battery left, and that's right. I'll be the guy with the white cord into the wall just sitting there on his phone charging it, never getting it over a 70% charge on a Sunday. It's too tough. Can't do it. Um, But moving on with the 12 o'clock games, Tampa Bay at Pittsburgh. I mean, This is a game in which I think we're going to see old school Tom expect Pittsburgh to get ran again. Tampa's roster is absolutely loaded against a team like this. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Leonard Fournette, Tom Brady, all those guys are a start. Here's why. From Brooke Pryor, Cam Sutton, Witherspoon, Levi Wallace, Mika Fitzpatrick, Pat Fairmuth, DeMarvin Leal. All out versus the Bucks. Secondary versus Brady is missing top three corners and Fitzpatrick. Pittsburgh's missing their top three corners, so you can't name one of them. Plus, they're missing their best defensive player, second best defensive player, Mika Fitzpatrick, and obviously there's no TJ Watt. I look for Tampa Bay to score like 41 points. I expect Tom Brady to throw four touchdowns, and I expect him to throw for about 250 to 300 yards. Last week, it was Josh Allen throwing to Gabe Davis in the first play of the game for 98 yards and a house call. Pittsburgh's going to get ran today by Tampa Bay. Pittsburgh is tanking. Mike Tomlin is out. Not because he wants to, not because he's going to get fired, but I think maybe it's just time for him to get out of Pittsburgh. Maybe he'll stick around. Pittsburgh's going to try to get a high pick, try to draft a quarterback, develop him in the league, and become again another powerhouse in the AFC North. But today it is not the beginning of a new day in Pittsburgh. Today Pittsburgh gets beat very badly by Tampa Bay. I expect Mike Evans, two touchdowns, 100 yards. As for Pittsburgh, I think the only thing you can do here is try to play Najee Harris. Keep your eye on George Pickens because George Pickens, I think, is ready to be that dude in Pittsburgh. I think he's ready to live up to the legends that are there before him. The Antonio Browns, the Plaxico Burrises, the Heinz Wards, all those guys that were there before him. He wants to be the next big one. Juju Smith-Schuster, keep naming if you want. He wants to be that guy. He is, to me, their most talented receiver. I know Deontay Johnson's there. I know Chase Claypool's there. Chase Claypool kind of seems like boomer bust. He's either going to have, like, three catches for 80 yards and a touchdown, or he's going to have two for 15, and that's it. Deontay Johnson, I'm not sure where him and Kenny Pickett are, but I know that Kenny Pickett likes going to George Pickens. George Pickens, the rookie out of Georgia, is a stud. You're kind of seeing that develop. But I think what you need to do is that if you have picked George Pickens in your fantasy drafts this year and put him on your bench, just wait. I think the best is yet to come, and I think eventually Pittsburgh will start getting into a point where they'll play a lot of games where they're in garbage time, and Kenny Pickett's going to throw to George Pickens a ton. The next game, Cincinnati at the Saints. My God, if they can't do it today, and I mean by they, the duo of Burrow and Jamar Chase, then last year might have been a fluke. I don't want to say that. I want to give guys more time, but it ain't happened this year. And I know there's a lot of you out there that drafted Jamar Chase really, really high, and you're like, hey, I think this guy can be just like Justin Jefferson. We're finding out that that's not going to happen. Jamar Chase is, in fact, a stud. Rookie of the year last year. Potential offensive player of the year. But here's the deal. Chase and Burrow should have a good day. There's no Lattimore. There's no Marcus Lattimore. Jamar Chase is not going to have the same matchup that, well, even if he did have the same matchup as Justin Jefferson, Justin Jefferson shredded that New Orleans secondary. Also keep your eye on Mr. Higgins. 
If he's not able to play, if T. Higgins can't get on the field or he's limited, Tyler Boyd's a slot start here. He's a streaming start. He's a daily start. He's very cheap daily. If you want to plug him in there, he might be good for a touchdown and a score or maybe one home run call. That can be the deciding factor in a lot of your matchups today. As for the Saints, no Jameis, no Landry, no Thomas. I think you're just starting Alvin Kamara. But I got to be a little bit concerned with Alvin Kamara. I don't think he's all there this year. I don't know if he's 100%. I don't know if mentally he's still in there when it comes to the wanting to be that style of running back. He's got zero touchdowns this year. Let me emphasize that again. Zero touchdowns for Alvin Kamara this year. It's just different. But Chris Olive, I can't say this guy's name today. I keep wanting to call him Chris Olive. So, Alave, how about you get it right? You speak for a living. Chris Alave, the receiver, out, concussion, not playing today. He's still a guy that you should keep on your roster and still a guy I think that you should start every single week. And when he comes back from concussion protocol and Jameis Winston can finally get back, which I think that happens this week, Andy Dalton, unfortunately, is your guy this week. I think you got to look at starting Cincinnati's defense. I think you got to look at starting the duo, obviously, with Cincinnati and maybe keeping your eye on Tyler Boyd. A lot of it. Ravens at Giants. This is one of those matchups. This is one of those top 10 power ranking matchups. This has a lot of spark to it. Not what it used to be in Baltimore is where we start this one out. There is no defense for the Baltimore Ravens. I don't know what happened to it. I don't know if it's been exposed. I don't think they got it wrong. I thought Patrick Queen was going to be the answer. He's okay. I thought Marcus Peters back there with Martin Humphrey would kind of keep things locked down. Eh, eh, It ain't happening with the defense in Baltimore. But that's fine. The focus is Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews and J.K. Dobbins. They run that type of offense. J.K. Dobbins is still going to be a main focus point in that offense. Don't give up on him. I know he had the monster week two weeks ago and a mediocre week last year. But Lamar Jackson... Mark Andrews, J.K. Dobbins. Here's the thing. Lamar Jackson's kind of doing an Aaron Judge type of season or an Orlando Brown type of season. We'll talk about that in a little bit later on in the shows. But the thing is, Lamar Jackson's averaging 213 in the air and 75 on the ground. He's second, or I'm sorry, he has two rushing touchdowns and he's thrown 12. He's not turning the ball over. He doesn't fumble. He's thrown five interceptions. So he's good, I guess, for an interception a week if he go on average. But again, Mark Andrews, also one of those guys out of the 12 touchdowns that Lamar Jackson's thrown, four of them have found Mark Andrews. And outside of Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews is the best tight end of football. It just so happens that Travis Kelsey is in a world, he's in a stratosphere, an atmosphere, a planet, a galaxy, far, far away from everybody else when it comes to the tight ends. But when it comes to tight ends, it's very bleak. Not a whole lot going on. But Mark Andrews, you want to know what his averages are? He's got a league average. Well, he's got a game average of 70 yards a game, averaging 10 yards a catch, and seven targets a week. Makes sense, right? Seven targets, 70 yards, 10 yards a catch. So there you go. He's probably good for a touchdown this week again, as the Giants are good. But the Giants are good as long as Saquon Barkley is good. This is interesting. I didn't know how focused they were on Saquon Barkley's production in their offense until it obviously hits you in the forehead. He's been great. He leads the team in receiving targets with 18, and he's got 533 on the ground. He's averaging five and a half a carry, 106.6 a game, and he's also got five rushing touchdowns. That's impressive. I think the comeback player of the year is pretty obvious this year. It's Saquon Barkley. 
five and a half a carry, 106.6 a game, and five touchdowns. And he leads in targets when it comes to the passing yards or passing targets. Daniel Jones isn't notoriously known to be throwing it deep. They've got some injuries in the wide receiving core. And they're going to throw a lot of checkdowns. They're going to let Saquon Barkley dictate the way they're going to play this game. They're 4-1 for a reason. That defense is pretty stellar. That coach and that coaching staff is pretty awesome. It's a page out of the Chiefs book. And then you throw in Saquon Barkley being the Saquon Barkley that everyone in the Giants organization envisioned him to be. And for those of you that give me middle fingers on drafting running backs, I'll accept it with Saquon Barkley. (laughs) Moving on into the noon slate, Chets at Packers. I really hope Zach Wilson wins because I feel like Aaron Rodgers hates him. Aaron Rodgers seems like the hipster guy that hates the popular guy. That's just what it looks like to me. Aaron Rodgers of note all week had a wrap around his throwing hand, but the Packers say that he's going to be fine. Should be okay to go. Here's a little serious note though from, from fantasy advice. I think it's time to bench Aaron Rodgers unless you have no other option. Unless there's nobody else out there. Even if PJ Walker's available, maybe take a flyer. Aaron Rodgers isn't peaked over 17 points in fantasy football this year. He's averaging like 16. That's whack, man. Geno Smith has been better than Aaron Rodgers this year, and it hasn't been close. I said earlier, I think you could start Jimmy Garoppolo as long as you can morally get it in your head to be like, you know what? I'm actually going to bench Aaron Rodgers for Jimmy Garoppolo. He doesn't know who his guy is yet. I think he wants to be Randall Cobb, but he knows Randall Cobb's talent isn't there. He's still not quite on the same page with Romeo Dobbs, which is still a guy that I believe he should have rostered. I just think you need to have a red flag on Romeo Dobbs. What I mean by red flag is no warning signs. Just keep your eye out for him. If Aaron Rodgers can start connecting, last week in London, he had two big pass plays targeted for Romeo Dobbs. Aaron Rodgers is overthrowing both times. Once they can get connected, I think Romeo Dobbs is Aaron Rodgers' guy, and then I think he takes over. But I really hope Zach Wilson can beat Aaron Rodgers. As we go to the Jets, there's some talent on New York's side of the football. They're 3-2 and two for a reason. Not Zach Wilson, but Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, and Corey Davis are all worth starting, in my opinion. It would appear that Brees Hall has taken over from Michael Carter in the backfield. More attempts, better average a game for Brees Hall. He's got a nose for the end zone. He got in there last week. I like his mix with that team. And I think of those four guys, Zach Wilson, Garrett Wilson, Corey Davis, and Brees Hall can continue to be the gel of that offense. There's fantasy value there, especially in weeks where you're not starting a Damian Pierce, a Derrick Henry, a Josh Jacobs. Maybe you can start playing a guy like Brees Hall. Trust him to start. He'll do okay for you. But again, when it comes to Green Bay, Keep your eye on Romeo Dobbs. I don't think you're starting anybody on that offense. Maybe Aaron Rodgers, unless you don't have anybody else, or you're just in a really, really, really deep league. The last noon game here kind of sucks. Jags at Colts. An empty house for Indy and confusion for Jacksonville is kind of the narrative in this game. For those of you that want to give me middle fingers for drafting Chubb and Barkley, I give them right back to you for taking Jonathan Taylor number one overall in fantasy this year. Hurt again, out again. Naheem Himes, hurt again, out again. I think the only guy that you can play, I guess there's maybe two for the Indianapolis Colts. Michael Pittman Jr. and Alec Pierce. I like Alec Pierce. I think he should be rostered. He's rostered in one of my fantasy leagues. 
I want to keep an eye on him because I think Matt Ryan can really start to hit him with a lot of action over the field, kind of use him when they don't have Jonathan Taylor or Naheem Hines, be a check down guy, slot guy. Matt Ryan's not throwing the ball deep anymore. He's throwing outs to Michael Pittman Jr. And he's throwing crossing routes over the middle to Alec Pierce. And both guys are pretty damn good at doing that and accepting that role. As for the Jags, I have no idea what they're doing in their backfield. I really don't. James Robinson, 69 yard, 69 attempts, 286 yards, and 4.1 attempts. Travis Etienne, 215 yards rushing, 44.9 attempt or yardage per attempt, and he's averaging 43 yards a game. There's a lot of confusion because I think Jacksonville wants Travis Etienne to be the guy, but I feel like they owe it in their mind to give J-Rob the bulk of the carries. This team's better with Travis Etienne on the field. He catches the ball better. He runs better. He's faster. He's stronger. He's just, and he's younger. Now, James Robinson's good, but he's getting the bulk of the carries. He's also stealing all the touchdowns. He has three touchdowns. The one bright spot, though, that I think is consistent for Jacksonville is that the Trevor Lawrence connection with Christian Kirk has been actually pretty damn good. It's a bright spot on their team, and it's only going to get brighter. Zay Jones also should be active for this game. So if you want to take a flyer on Zay Jones, maybe stash him on the bench. The last game he played with Trevor Lawrence, he went absolutely nuts. But Christian Kirk is getting 67 yards a game, and that's three touchdowns on the season. He and James Robinson lead in that category. That's it for the three or the, for the noon games. We come back, we get you set up for the three o'clock games here on a fantasy football show brought to you by Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks eats, drinks, scenic views here on 610 Sports Radio. This is Fantasy Football Sunday with Dusty Likens, presented by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views on 610 Sports Radio and always live on the Odyssey app. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, 
Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. All right. I have to get into this real quick. I told you earlier that Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase had to prove it today. I needed a duo to be on their game. Joe Burrow's throwing four touchdowns today, and two of them are going to Jamar Chase. Why? Everybody's hurt in the secondary for the Saints. I know they have a good up front of their defense. Here's the deal. Joe Burrow showed up to the Superdome wearing Jamar Chase's national championship jersey. Pretty sure the last time they played there, they won a national title. You know that team that had him and Chase and Jefferson and Clyde. Yeah. Insane. We got you all set up, covered for the noon games. Again, if you have any questions on your fantasy team today, um, let me know. 913-586-7610. I know some of you have, have texted in already. I will get to those. I promise. We're getting there. We're going to be there. We'll answer all of those, and I'll, I'll be here at the, at the final segment. Trust me, it's, it's, it's not going to be that far away. Because with all the bye weeks that officially started, four teams on bye, you missed two games. So not a whole lot to go in the 3 o'clock segment. But Grant, let's get into the 3 o'clock message. Matchups. I can't wait to talk about the Chiefs and Bills, but I got to wait because there are some games at three o'clock. But I do have a common theory here. Are any of these other three o'clock games fan bases going to watch their game or are they going to turn to CBS and watch Chiefs versus Bills? Say a prayer for me today, please. I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle this day of NFL games. Plus you throw on gambling which now I'm really contradicting myself with the Lord, which is probably not good. I apologize. Uh, Arizona at Seattle to start things off. Let Gino cook. They wrote me off, but I've yet to write back. Or the actual wording was, I ain't right back yet. Kyler Murray and Arizona are just average this year. They're middle of the road or lower middle and every single offensive category staff. Here's the surprise, though. DeAndre Hopkins is back. He served his suspension. The Badger, I think, sterilizer or stimulator or trans, whatever it was. It's out. The Badger transfusion. I don't know what he took. He took something that was weird. They're 14th in total yards. They're 16th in passing yards, 17th in rushing yards. So it's all pretty bleak. But I will say you can start Hollywood Brown and Eno Benjamin. Eno Benjamin is going to get it all today with no Connor and no Williams. You got no Daryl Williams. You got no James Conner. Should be a good day for him. For those of you that got him off the waiver wire, and this is why I say Eno, Eno Benjamin should be your guy. Hollywood Brown's going to get the bulk of the catches. 
but only one guy's getting the carries and only one guy's getting the dump-off passes and only one guy's getting the screen passes. And you know Kyler Murray has struggled this year and he needs to build his confidence. Seattle's 32nd against the run. 32nd. You know how many yards a game they're giving? No, but I'm going to tell you, 170 a game. Seattle's giving up 170 yards a game. That's crazy. Eno Benjamin should be an RB2 or a flex option in most leagues today. As for Geno Smith, he's balling, starting. He's averaging like 23 points in full point PPR leagues and most leagues where a quarterback is, is gauged based on what their stats are. 25 yards, a point. A touchdown, four points. Rushing yards, every 10's a point. Geno Smith has been great. He has. Every week, you should start Geno Smith. Also, you should be starting DK Metcalf, but you know that, and Tyler Lockett. He hits both of them, and he hits them a lot. Seattle is 10th in passing yards, and they're averaging 246 yards a week. Also, I think it's okay to start Will Disley. I said earlier, the tight end field outside of Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews, and maybe you can throw in TJ Hawkinson. Outside of that, it is trash. It is tough to get it right. But guess what? Will Disley leads that team in touchdowns. He has three. Gino finds him in the red zone and a catch and a touchdown for a tight end every single week or on average every other week. Seven points. Then you just need like maybe 20, 30 yards to get that 10-point milestone for a tight end, and you're cooking because the other ones are averaging like 20. Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews, you're not touching that league. You're not getting in there. TJ Hawkinson, surprisingly, also good. You're not getting into there. But Will Disley will give you your best shot. DK and Lockett, two touchdowns each. They're top targets for DJ, for DK. So DK, Lockett, Geno, and Will the Thrill, I think, can all get the start in that Seattle offense. You move on to the next game. This one's interesting. Is this the last game that CMC, for those of you that don't understand, Christian McCaffrey, is this the last time we see him in a Panthers uniform? That's been the rumor all week. At least it started last Sunday. The Bills are interested in Christian McCaffrey. The Panthers are not interested in dealing Christian McCaffrey. What happens? You fast forward the clocks two days later, the Panthers are now listening to all options with Christian McCaffrey. It's going to take a significant trade. I ask you this if you're cheap. I'll save that. Ah, screw it. Would you get rid of Clyde Edwards in a second-round pick and a third-round pick for Christian McCaffrey? Uh, I don't know. This is fantasy football talk. This isn't Chiefs topic talk. That comes up in about 17 minutes. Don't, re- don't forget, Pete Sweeney will join us, and every single host that does their thing on this airwaves will join me for me about two minutes to give a prediction of today's Chiefs-Bills game. But back to fantasy football. Panthers at Rams. Again, are Rams and, and Panthers fans watching that game, or are they watching Kansas City versus Buffalo? I'm really intrigued, but here you go. No Baker, no Darnold. That equals P.J. Walker. I don't know what to tell you. Does the team rally around a new coach and a new quarterback today? Possibly. Is D.J. Moore worth starting? Absolutely not. Is Christian McCaffrey the only person I'm probably starting when it comes to the Carolina offense? Yes. Moving on. When it comes to the Rams offense... I'm scared. I think the Rams are washed. Cam Akers wants out. 
Allen Robinson can't be found. Cooper Cup's banged up because he gets every single throw from Matthew Stafford. And that offensive line can't protect Matthew Stafford. And eventually Matthew Stafford's going to get beat up too much to where it's just going to become miserable to watch. You know that South Park episode where they make fun of Dan Snyder and they have him snapping the football at the end with no offensive line. He just keeps getting pummeled by other guys. He's trying to snap it, trying to... That's Matthew Stafford. Tough to play Stafford. Tough to play anybody other than Cooper Cup just because he's going to get you 10 points alone in catches. Henderson, maybe hard to run behind that offensive line. As for the Panthers, Christian McCaffrey, the only one you're playing. Again, I ask, are they watching the all-juice game today? Speaking of, we finally have arrived at Chiefs versus Bills. What do you need me to tell you that you don't already know? You're starting Josh Allen. You're starting Stephon Diggs. You're starting Gabe Davis. You're starting Devin Singletary. You're starting Dawson Knox. You're starting Patrick Mahomes. You want to keep going? Starting Travis Kelsey. You're starting Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Those are the studs. I think you can start Juju. I think you can start MVS. This is a game. It might be the number one offense versus number one defense. It might be the number one offense and the number two offense in the league. That doesn't mean any iota of anything today. I expect a shootout. I expect a no punt game. I expect everything to be the absolute thrillist. I believe 300 from Mahomes, 300 from Allen, a touchdown from Diggs, a touchdown from Kelsey, 100 yards and a touchdown from Gabe Davis, 6 and 60 from Juju. Lots of action today in this game. That's why it's the all-juice game. That's why you're getting really, really excited at 945, ready to rock and roll when it comes to Chiefs versus Bills. It's the entire slate from 10 to noon on After Hours with me. Right after this, we're going to get into it. Everybody is sports blank. I'm not using that word today because it's Sunday. And I know there's people out there with good faith that don't need to hear that word. And that word is what I'm not going to say. Chiefs, Bills, Therese Paler, shine down, brother, because this is your type of game. This is the all-juice game, baby. And then we get to lead with Dallas and Philly right after that. Are you kidding me? Tonight's game is Dallas and Philly? I don't know if Jerry Jones has a better birthday wish. He turned 80 this week. He may not see 81 with the stress and the pressure that he has when it comes to who he's going to do at quarterback. There is no rush to bring back Dak. You get it? Cooper Rush has led this team to a 4-1 season. Dak Prescott said he's ready to go. I don't believe it. I think he's ready to go because he's afraid that he's going to lose his job and be sit packing. Last week, Tony Pollard led the team with rushing yards. He had 8 for 86 in the lone touchdown. As for Zeke Elliott, he led in carries, but he didn't have the type of yardage. He had 22 for 78, no touchdown. You kind of see what Dallas is going to do. They're going to let Tony Pollard and Zeke Elliott share carries, hope for a big run by, by Tony Pollard, and then he's going to throw it to CeeDee Lamb. Last week, he connected to CeeDee Lamb five times for 55 yards on eight targets. The week before, he lit him up with targets, lit him up with catches, gave him a touchdown. CeeDee Lamb's going to be his number one guy when it comes to Cooper Rush. As for Philly, you got to love Hurts because you know Micah Parsons, who a lot of people are saying is the next LT, is going to be busting up that backfield. And the only way to keep blitzing edge rushers honest is run the ball. Yes, they're going to pin their ears back and try to come for blood, but here's the thing. Try to hit those tackles. That's why I think Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders can have a pretty solid game this week. 
They're going to try to disguise RPOs because they're afraid of Michael, pa- Michael Parsons as well as so should you. Philly fans, if you're attending a Sunday service, pray for your right tackle, pray for your left tackle, and pray for Jalen Hurts. I get that Philly's always a committee, but Miles Sanders is kind of leading that train. He'll definitely get the main load today, and he'll definitely keep going forward when it comes to that. I think you're obviously going to start A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith as well. As for Denver and the Chargers and fantasy aspects, I don't care. Just start the obvious. Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Melvin Gordon over Mike Boone. Chargers give up a ton of rushing yards. Melvin Gordon, if he's going to have a game, it's against his old team, against one of the worst rushing team defenses in the league. Seattle's 32nd. Chargers are 31st. As for L.A., Herbert, Eckler, Williams. There's still no Keenan Allen, so I expect those guys' targets to go up even more, and I expect Justin Herbert to continue to get better every single week. He's just going to keep getting healthier. But that's really all I got for you. Those are all our matchups. Again, your buys this week, Detroit, Vegas, Houston, Tennessee. We told you who's out. Now I answer your questions here on a Fantasy Football Sunday on 610 Sports Radio, brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. The number, 913-586-7610. It's your time to shine. I'll do my best answering your questions next. This is Fantasy Football Sunday with Dusty Likens, presented by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views on 610 Sports Radio and always live on the Odyssey app. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Final segment of the Fantasy Football Sunday show here on 610 Sports Radio. You hear the commercials all the time. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Each drinks scenic views. 913-586-7610. Bye week's already kicking off. We gave you the slate today. From the 7-2-0, Deion Jackson or Rashad White? Neither. I'm kidding. Go Deion Jackson. He's all they got in Indianapolis. Matt Ryan's throwing checkdowns. They're going to hand the ball off. That's all they got. I know Jonathan Taylor, no Naheem Hines. From the 9-1-3, pick two. Mike Williams, J.K. Dobbins, Kenneth Walker. The first two we mentioned. No Keenan Allen. Mike Williams will have a better chance to boom. And J.K. Dobbins with Baltimore. There's still no Rashad Bateman, so it's Duvernay. Lamar, Mark Andrews, and J.K. Dobbins. They run that run-and-shoot style offense. They're playing the Giants, who have a pretty damn good defense, but they'll give up some rushing yards. Do I play Hurts or Herbert this week? I think you got to play Herbert. I know Hurts is in a high-intensified game. He's been perfect all year. It kind of depends on you, 913. If you're feeling it with Hurts, 
My only fear is that Micah Parsons is playing against Jalen Hurts, and they have yet to play anybody of that significance because there's not anybody in the league quite like him. I think they're going to try to take him out of the game or at least slow him down by running the ball more with Hurts and Miles Saunders. I think that's what they're going to try to do. So it just kind of depends. But I think Herbert's the safe play. I think Hurts is the more high-risk, high-reward. Boyd, Thielen, or Mostert, who should I flex? I don't like Thielen. I would take Mostert. That's who my flex is. He's got no competition at backfield. He's got Skylar Thompson as a quarterback who's going to need to be a little bit more trustworthy in Raheem Mostert. And I like Skylar Thompson today. I do. Isaiah McKenzie or Tyler Boyd? I mean, McKenzie's got three touchdowns on the year. He's got a pretty solid matchup today. High-octane offense, but again, Tyler Boyd, I think, gives you that, that home run play today. I think they can destroy Minnesota, or New Orleans. Like I said earlier, Burroughs showed up in a Jamar Chase National Championship jersey to the Superdome in New Orleans. Uh, so 913, I think I'm going to go Tyler Boyd on that one. When it comes to the 816, Deontay Johnson, Tyler Lockett, full PPR. I told you earlier, Tampa Bay's playing Pittsburgh today. Pittsburgh's absolutely just completely disheveled on defense. Everyone's out. I wouldn't embark on Deontay Johnson today because I think eventually, and this might be the week, Kenny Pickett starts finding George Pickens more often than not. And Tyler Lockett is the guy, or at least one of the guys, for Geno Smith, who has absolutely been a stud. Um, Mostert or Singletary, I think I'm still going Raheem Mostert. I think Josh Allen's going to do his best to outshine Patrick Mahomes. And in doing so, I think he can get away from Devin Singletary. Now, again, you have last week's blueprint of, of all people, Josh Jacobs went nuts, had 150 yards rushing last week against this Chiefs defense, who, again, is still without Trent McDuffie, still without Willie Gay, and they've got to worry about Josh Allen as well. But I think I like Raheem Mostert just because of volume today in that Miami offense. Flex PPR, Dylan, Harris, Gordon, go Gordon. He's going up against the second worst rushing defense in the league. Plus, it's Mike Bell or him. Um, who should I start this week? Full point PPR from the 816. I can start two, Henderson, Sanders, or Robinson. As always, thanks for the help. You're welcome. I can't, I can't predict that it's going to be of good help, but I would probably go Sanders, Robinson. Eh, I'd probably go Sanders, Henderson. They're going to get the most out of everything. The Rams have a decent matchup against Carolina. They give up some good amount of rushing yards and Cam Akers is on his way out. So there's no focus. It's a one-man show when it comes to that running back. But the thing is the offensive line, but I, you, you're not starting unless it's James Robinson, which even then I'm not starting James Robinson either, 816, because they don't know what they're doing with him or Travis Etienne. Only start one, Kamara. Guess you haven't heard of Taysom Hill. No, I've heard of Taysom Hill. But I'm only starting Kamara when it comes to that New Orleans defense or offense. But if you want to start Taysom Hill, go ahead. Do I start Uncle Rico or Al Bundy today? I think you got to go with Al. He doesn't let the pressure get to him. I could see Uncle Rico getting a little shaky and may not be able to reach the mountains over there. Whereas Bundy, I think Bundy's good. Stick with Al. Garrett Wilson, Juju, or Judy. Garrett Wilson's been surprisingly good for the Jets. I think Zach Wilson is going to keep finding him like Joe Flacco did. I think Juju Smith-Schuster is too much of a boom or bust when it comes to the Kansas City offense. And I think Jerry Judy... 
I mean, he's second fiddle to Cortland Sutton, whereas Garrett Wilson's numero uno. And I know Corey Davis is in there, and I know Brees Hall's in there, but that's who I would go with. Raheem Mostert is not hurt. He was questionable, but he's going to play today. 816. Higby or Goddard PPR. Is it full point? I would assume that's the case. I'm probably going to go with Tyler Higby. No, I'm not. I'm going to go with Goddard. That's who I'm going to go with. This has been the Fantasy Football Sunday Show. Thanks for all your texts. 913-586-7610. Coming up next, two hours. We got two hours of after hours. We got all these hosts joining the show to give us predictions and Pete Sweeney at 11. Grant Nicholson, I'll see you on the other side when we get to the after hours. This is Fantasy Football Sunday with Dusty Likens, presented by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views on 610 Sports Radio and always live on the Odyssey app. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.